0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Yo, yo, what is going on? This is your boy Jason. I got my crew back together again. It feels like it's been a long time. I know. What's going on? What's
0: going on?
1: Hey, how you doing,
2: bro? How you, you feeling good or what?
1: Man, I'm feeling good. You feeling good?
2: Hell yeah, you look good.
1: Man, I try to look good as much as you're possible. You're glowing. No, no. <laughs> you're lighting. You're glowing. First of all, can I, and I talk about this with you all the time, A-Dubs? Your profile picture on Twitter, first of all, the drip that you just like... <laughs> she's sitting there holding this bag. Do you ever pay attention to it? She got on like this, this peacoat thing. I don't even know if it's a peacoat. But she got on this coat and she's just like... She got so much sass in this in this picture, and and she acts like you know she ain't fly. But I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna I'm pull, it up. Going oh pull it up. What's
2: going on? Pull it up because she don't respond. If you hit her, she won't nah. respond to me. Nah. So,
1: oh We're my god, her. no, am gonna put her on blast. Let me
3: see that hot mama. Let me see her. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> Let me see. I'm, I'm getting to pull it up
1: you? here now because she.
3: Yeah, I am
0: 100. percent Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> putting on the spot.
1: It's probably gonna be a little small because of the way Twitter do it, but we are gonna. We're going to put Ange on the spot real quick. Oh, my God. (laughs) Look at the drip. Look at the drip.
0: (laughs) Thank you, guys. (laughs) I love fashion. The only thing I love more than football is fashion. I really do so thank you you know what, that's
1: funny we could start there because Kristen and I were talking about that the other day and um one of the things that she was saying was like she doesn't know like if it came down to like music or sports or if it came down to you know and I'm like man if somebody told me I couldn't listen to music no more or watch football it would be easy like I'm listening to music there's no way you know? <laughs> I'm gonna get rid of music um just, just as a little fun thing, because we always go right into it and we just talk some stuff. So let's, let's ask, because I know for Sterling, music is kind of the same type of love that it is for me. Where would you go, Sterling? Would it be music or, or sports for you? Would, you? would you cut back football or would you cut back music?
2: Man, that's like, I, I, don't, I can't choose, man. That's like, uh,
1: got to, oh, got man. To.
2: If I had to choose, man, I, I, music, gets you through, music gets you through anything, right?
1: I would cut back on sports. Music is for the soul. See? And for me, it wasn't even it was it didn't even take me that long to figure that out. A dubs, I know you just said fashion and you're just like, I don't know though. Where would you go between the fashion and sports? Would you would you let sports go first or would you let go fashion first?
0: You know what? I'm actually gonna say I would let fashion go first before sports. Just because for me, like being an athlete really helped me through some tough times. I was going through that, you know maybe music didn't help me or talking to people didn't help me, but like going on a field and being around my teammates and, you know, being active helped me. So I'm going to say sports is what I would keep. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to, I'm going to switch it up back to music for K gun. Cause we were talking about this and she couldn't quite decide, but I'm going to ask her again, live in front of everybody. Where are we going? <laughs> you going, you going to stick with sports or you going to stick with music?
3: Okay. Wait. So I have possibly a loophole.
1: Oh. During no. the- <laughs> 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 like, do I get
3: to still listen to the Monday Night Football song, the Sunday Night Football song? Do I still get to hear, like, that beautiful melody every single week? Also, can I, can I replay the game so I can go back and put that little spot on loop?
0: And does she get the shout song?
3: Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: There's no music. Wow. You're saying no music. So you watching that thing on mute. You can listen to you can listen to uh, Chris Collingsworth talk all night. That's all oh, you're here. No. You don't hear any music.
3: Well, I would, I would leave the entire game on mute. Then I'm
1: picking sports. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn says that she would. Um, she she said if she had to choose, she would cut sports. That's that's rough. It's tough, but I don't know. I I just feel like for me, I love sports. I've always loved sports. Um, football has been like one of those things where it's kind of it's protected me. You know, like on the weekends, like that's, that's what helps me get through the week. Like, okay, it's Tuesday at work. It's long. Okay. I got Thursday night football. Then, you know, you know, so it just helps me kind of get through my week. It kind of helps me not get as annoyed with people, but music, like Sterling said, it's like every, it doesn't matter. Like I have a song for everything. I got like, there's certain types of music that will get me in a specific mood when I need it. You know, if I need to get hype, I got that. If I need to be motivated, I got that. If I got a meeting, I got that. So, I can't do that with a game. I can't put on a game from whenever. And be like, all right, I'm ready to go here and knock this meeting out. Like it's just not the same for me,
2: bro. I you gotta know. tell. Hey, you gotta tell them when we were in Buffalo, man, in the hotel room, we sat there and listened to music and talked for like four hours, dog. <laughs> yeah, man, we were up until like we was up till
1: like three in the morning listening and talking about music. <laughs> yeah, it was I one know. of the best times, man. One of the best times. I yeah. will just, I'll just was ready to go to myself. sleep.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm old.
1: <laughs> No, Stroz is ready to go to sleep. Stros is like, look, man, I can't. But, but I could talk music all night, which you you found out. Like, could, <laughs> that's my dude, out. man.
2: Smith is my homie, though. He's my homie.
1: <laughs> He'll tell you though, ain't none of it fake. You saw it, ain't <laughs> right? None of it fake, bro. So, but let's get into it. So, you know, we just um, the Buffalo Bills finally kind of got back on track. We we had that embarrassing loss to the Jaguars, um, and and then. We figured it out. Got back on track against the Jets. Let's talk a little bit about that game. Not, I don't want to spend too much time there because it's the Jets. You know, it's, it's whatever. So first, Kristen, you went to the game. You went to Jersey. What was it, it like?
3: You know what? I think it it was mm-hmm. it was much different than any other away game that I've ever been to because that fan base is just straight up sad. They're just oh. sad, and that's really what it is. They really didn't heckle us. They didn't. They just kind of walked with frowns. That's really what it was um, to a point. So I actually, I scored front row tickets. That was the first game I've ever sat front row for. Scored front row tickets. And uh, that meant, that since we were in the corner, you know, in each corner, they've got security guards in each corner. That's where like the flag guys stand and they wait. For, they wait for the touchdown so that they can run the flags, you know. Um, they didn't get to do that so they sat there instead like it was like we had this direct contact with these flag guys and we were heckling them the entire game and like halfway through they just turned around and it was just like desolation in their face and we're like we are so sorry like you you felt bad after a while picking on them right the same thing It, it wasn't a bad experience at all it was really really fun for bills fans but it also felt like a little bit of my heart felt for jets fans because i was looking into the faces of like you know the drought bills fans you know mm. it, it they're, they're in that they're in that realm right now and it was we
1: get it jets fans sort of that you know well you know what so my question to you about that is because it's like a part of you wants to feel bad because you can relate it's like mm-hmm. you know like yeah we've been like you said i get it jets fans i get it but then like i log in on twitter sunday morning and like before the game starts you're seeing all of these jets fans post these videos like there was one guy um that smashed a beer with a bat then there was another guy that did like so it's like the fan base is still like overly confident as if they're like actually good i don't know how much i can really feel bad for them what was it what was it like as far as like in the stadium were they were they still coming back at you or were they talking a bunch of crap No? no maybe it
3: was just my section that's what i'm saying like i you know, I didn't, catch, I wasn't on Twitter that day. I was at the tailgate, you know, and I was in the Bills lot. So I think I saw one Jets fan in there the whole time, you know, because we basically took over a lot 26. Once I got into the game, nothing. I mean, there we're, there was definitely Jets fans around me. You know what was interesting? Um, this will tell you the energy level of Jets fans right now. Um, about maybe 10 minutes into the first one of the security guards came down the first quarter. The security came down and made me and the other two Bills fans that I was there with sit down. Because <laughs> fans are so bored with their life that they are sitting in the stands during the first quarter of a football game, and they were angry that they couldn't see through our backs.
1: Yeah. I mean. But then
3: it was like, we said, you know, we kind of were like, well, okay. So we sat you down. You
1: though. You, I mean, so I was gonna say, that's what I'm like. Well,
2: yeah, look, they're taking that ass whooping. Like, <laughs> sit your ass down. Like, I would have been like that too. Sit your ass down. <laughs> You're doing too much. Y'all doing too much. Sit down, man. Sit down. I mean,
3: that's fair. That's fair. But also, like, maybe like the third quarter, but like, it was 10 minutes into the game and the, the
2: entire team. No. They was don't like, win. They don't. They don't win. They got an identity crisis. They just suck ass all the time. They, sit, I'd be like, I would have been like, girl, sit your ass down. Sit your
0: ass down. So I got a question for you because I know you had your um, Mafia Babes flag. So did they yell at you for your flag? Because when I was in Miami, I got yelled at yeah. a few times by security to stop flying my flag, and I was like, yeah. why would I do that? I'm sorry. I'm a happy fan, and you guys are getting your ass whipped,
2: like. <laughs> yeah,
3: dude. I got yelled at for that too. And actually, I'm going to, you know, what? I'll, I'll send it to you. and Maybe I'll put it on Twitter, too. Um, I have a picture of the security guard who he's now yelling at me at, at this point for like the third time to put the flag away. Because in there, it was OK if I had it, but you couldn't hang it over. It couldn't be over the green of the sidewall. Right. Mm. But like I'm five foot one. My arm span isn't that long. So Right. I'm
0: four eleven. Girl, I feel you
3: i'm like holding it over that thing because even if i hold it up then i can't see anything right so i was right. doing it anyways but i have a picture of the security guard kind of like shaking his fist at me and yelling at me again like i had my hand you know like <laughs> i had my phone in the one hand I,
0: I hope you felt proud because i felt proud when i got yelled at i'm like yeah 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 I, yeah there was,
3: proud was to
1: get yelled at.
3: <laughs> we became we became buddies I was. That, you know his name was Ron, Whoa.
2: by the way. Ron, the security guard. Like after that, oh, I was like, Ron, I'm gonna take my flag out. He's like, Don't you do it. <laughs> Boy, Why, hey, Spence? You hear them white folks be making it. friends with everybody, don't they? That just... <laughs> <laughs> Ron, the security guard. It's like, man. Right? She knows.
1: She know homie name. I'm like, oh, you know, Ron, know. Ron, huh?
2: Okay. Uh, Ron has three kids. He has a credit score of 725, and he's a mortgage broker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, dang, boy. Yo, okay. y'all, y'all oh my god okay y'all cutting up tonight we gotta <laughs> let's talk football but before <laughs> let's get off of new york but before we get before we get off of new york real quick krista you you went and you posted this dope picture what was new york like in general for you how did you how did you enjoy new york <laughs>
3: I'm sorry give me a second sterling <laughs> you know well um talk to a lot of people in times square with that too sterling <laughs> <laughs> uh, no that was that was actually a really great time so we actually we drove right from buffalo to new york city um and so rather than stopping we we did uh get a hotel room in new jersey but rather than stopping in new jersey and then going to the party we just drove right there um, went right into downtown, did like the whole, you know, party, Bill's Mafia thing, takeover. And then after we were getting ready to go back to the hotel. And I was like, I have never seen, I've lived in, in Buffalo my entire life, except for a small spurt. Um, I've never been to Times Square ever. So I wanted to go and do that. And I, you know, I had the flag with me and I was like, one one real quick photo with this one. <laughs> but um, it was different in that regard because obviously New York City is, mammoth compared to any other city, you know, Kansas City, Jacksonville, Nashville, you know. So it was like, it was completely different in the vibe that you're walking around in New York City and you're not seeing Bill's Mafia, you know, because there's just so many people. So mm-hmm. that was one thing that I was like, mm, this isn't as fun, you know, because <laughs> there's just a sea of people and none of them are wearing Bill's stuff and none of them are wearing football stuff. Like I didn't see any Jets fans until we were at the game.
1: Wow, so that that
3: all in New
2: Jersey, that's why.
1: Well, yeah, and it's different because, well, I get Kristen's point though because, like, we always talk about how well Bill's Mafia travels and Mm -hmm. we go and take over cities, or at least if at the very least we're gonna go and take over a block, you know, like we'll we'll shut down a block and have a party. That wasn't the case in New York because New York is New York.
3: Yeah, not at all. It was very, it was very strange. Like the only time that I saw Bill's Mafia in New York was when we were at the the Bills backers bar.
1: Man. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess because I mean, really, if, if we took the entire population of Buffalo and went out to New York, it still wouldn't really, you know, so I get it. Yeah. We, we yeah. can't really take over like that. But right. let's talk a little bit about the. I don't want to talk too much about it. I, I want to talk a little bit about the game. Um, Mike White, we, we humbled him. He, he felt like he should have been a number one overall pick um he didn't look like one he looked like he he let off uh you know a couple picks to number one uh first round draft picks and stuff but uh i didn't i didn't i wasn't too impressed with him last week what do you how were your or what were your thoughts on him Ange?
0: yeah i wasn't impressed um certainly our secondary kind of embarrassed him a little bit you know especially with all the interceptions and everything like that um ed oliver had a hell of a game as well um but I don't think he should have been the number one pick. I'll say that. Um, I think our defense did a really good job. Um, I was really proud of them and how they played. But overall, I wasn't that impressed. And um, we even got to see Joe Flacco. So, And I think that's actually who they're going to be rolling with moving forward. So I, to say we broke the Jets isn't you know an understatement.
1: Yeah, I, I think they are going to be starting Joe Flacco. And I know um to Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay is gonna be extremely excited about that for um Lindsay okay. I, I'm not sure if everybody's familiar with her or not, but she's she's like a Joe Flacco and Josh Rosen fan. And I don't know where her fandom for these two guys come from, <laughs> but she's Joe like Flacco, she's fan. like in love.
3: She's like full-blown super
2: fan over that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When it comes, as soon as I saw Flacco go on, she's like the first person I thought of, like, up, oh, let me check. Yeah, <laughs> And hey. sure enough, she had that same tweet, like, up, oh, look who's in. The MVP is in. She just loves that guy. Um, Steros, what were your thoughts as far as the game? is? So do you feel like the the, the team kind of figured it out or is it the Jets?
2: I mean it's both man. I mean you know they played the way they we expected them to play, right? This is uh it's not you know one of those outlier games where this is the first time we've seen them perform very well. Um but I think it's more of um you know Mike White haven't, haven't hadn't seen these, this Bills defense. I mean they they definitely did a good job of disguising coverages, um applying pressure where it mattered uh and, and you know as far as a roster standpoint they're just not there to be able to compete week in and week out with elite teams. So uh, it was a, it was a perfect storm for them. I mean, the jets, they, they definitely need a, a couple years of, of good drafts and free agency signings and so forth. Um, but you know, Robert Saleh, I mean, he, I think he's a decent coach, man. Uh, you know, people are down on him right now because you know, jets fans want immediate success and they're just not there yet. They gotta, you know, they gotta be patient and wait, but uh, we'll see what happens. But the bills, I'm done with the jets, bro. Like we, 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 look, we got a whole hell of a team that coming in here tomorrow and I don't think it's going to be one of those walk in the park games, man. We're going to have our hands full.
1: Yeah. And we can, and we can kind of get onto that. So, so tomorrow, no star um, sounds like it, at least to me, it sounds like there's not going to be any Tremaine Saturday. You know what I mean? Like super sad, like tears, uh, what, what where do your concerns lie? Let's let's start off with, with a dubs, big dubs. Um, you know, we just talked about those two guys being out and then whatever else going into this game, just looking at it. It's like what makes you nervous?
0: Um, I got to say the running game is like what I'm the most nervous about. Um I have confidence in their defense, but obviously, you know, just what how powerful they run, you know, you wish you had someone big like Tremaine with that physicality to really, you know, be there to jump in and help stop that. But um, I will say I was really impressed with how A.J. Klein has stepped up. So um, I think, you know, he's shown up, he's done his job. So I think if he can have, you know, a similar performance to how he had against the Jets and, you know, everyone else can stay healthy and be out there, um, I feel pretty good. But that's my main concern.
1: I hear you. I, I like AJ Klein and I'm glad that he he's um you know he stepped in and he's able to to kind of do some things. But can we please just stop with this BS about how he's as good or better than Tremaine Edmonds? Oh, and no. I'm not gonna go not on my much. Tremaine thing. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I know how my love for Tremaine is. We, we already know. I love you, Tremaine. We we know, okay, we know, but that's not even this. That's not even this. That's not even the love. I'm I'm not even talking about all the bodies and stuff like that. We're not going, we're not going here, we're not talking bodies. I'm not doing all of this stuff, but, but we got to relax. Okay. We, we have to freaking relax. Tremaine Edmonds is that dude. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Where are you at K gun?
3: Um, this might be a little bit of an overreaction, but I'm afraid for Josh to die on Sunday uh, because oh, of our O line. <laughs> I, I like literal actual death. Like who's going to stop Cody Ford's not going to stop him. We were we literally decided to slap a band-aid of Bobby Hart on this. Like I hmm. that's my actual. That you know? <laughs> like I'd
1: actually rather have Cody Ford than Bobby Hart. Honestly. That's what
3: I'm saying. Like, you know, it, either one of those in my world is not a win. Like I'm not excited for either one. I'm still sweating. I'm sweating this whole game that somebody's gonna drop tackle and, and Josh is gonna get hit so hard that something's gonna happen. But like shout
1: out to real quick, I'm sorry to cut you off. JR. Shout out to JR. He says, K Gun, I loved you on Tailgate Talk. First of all, let me tell y'all, if y'all oh, haven't checked you. out Joe Marino's new show, um, he has one that airs on Saturdays now where he kind of talks about it sounds like exactly what it is, Tailgate Talk. And K-Gun, uh, one fourth of the chop up, the the president to the Bills Mafia babes and uh, all the other awesome titles I can throw out there for. Her. She was one of the guests this week, or she was the guest this week, and it was an amazing show. So if you didn't go check it out, go check out my man Joe Marino and and K Gun. They had a great conversation. Um,
2: yeah, we um, um, But uh,
1: no, you you did a great job. I just want to say that you you uh you out here like taking over the pod game got got me and Cheryl nervous a little bit. <laughs> Swat boys. <laughs> <laughs> She said sweat, boys I love it it. So, well But I'm with with both of uh, you and A-Dubs, so first the run game And then also the offensive line for Josh Let's talk a little bit about that offensive line Because the thing that scares me about it is that um, Spencer's out with, with COVID Right, I believe it's, yeah, Spencer's Out with COVID, I don't know it's like when he's on the line they look completely different like Mm -hmm. the entire line even though he's one guy and you know shifting Williams to that right tackle I mean that right guard position seems to fix the right side and then I don't know if it's that the team just kind of figures it out when that side is okay or not but the entire line looks completely different what are your concerns Charles because Kagan just brought up like the the I guess, Band-Aid of some sorts that, that you want to call it. I don't see it as a Band-Aid. I see it as you actually opened the floodgates, and I, I, don't, I don't like that.
2: Yeah, man, uh, I, I'm definitely worried about what they're going to do on the offensive line. I mean, I don't want to see Cody Ford play. Uh, honestly, I'd rather see Bobby Hart play. Um, actually, hell, you know what? Let's shelf both of them. They, they, they just don't even, even need to dress. Like, it's that bad. Um, I would much rather see Ryan Bates a right tackle. Uh DeForest Buckner is just he's just a dude, man. Like he's one of the better defensive tackles in the league, defensive linemen in the league. I don't think they're gonna have an answer for him, honestly. And so I think you know the Bills are gonna have to employ some 10 personnel. They're gonna have to get the quick intermediate game going. You know, Josh Allen, you know, him holding the ball. Uh look, he's he's gonna have to get rid of the ball. Or he's gonna have to, you know, when he scrambles and looks downfield, he's gonna have to go away from DeForest Buckner. I mean, it's just you know, it's just one of those things where this does not look good. But at the same time, to be positive, the Bills didn't have—I mean, in the in the playoffs, the Bills had issues on the offensive line, right? From the guard position, I mean, nothing has changed. Right. So, and they and they found a way to have answers against the Colts. So um, we know that they're not the Bills aren't going to be successful running the ball. Let's just scratch that rest of the season. We all know. Let's just put the, the run game to bed. The Bills have no run game. Let's just go back to what uh we've done last year, you know, spread the ball out, quick game, and uh, you know, let Josh Allen make plays. It sucks. I don't think that's a recipe for a Super Bowl win, but it's where we are right now. So, um they're going to have their hands full up front.
1: Man, I don't <laughs> like that conversation. I I'm just saying, you know me. I don't yeah. like that conversation cuz for so long I've been in and you know, for so long, I've been saying, yo, we got to get a run game. We got to get a run game. We got to be able to run. Yeah, like, let Josh keep doing what he's doing, but we still got to be able to run the ball. And and it just seems like... Okay. And it, it seems like Coach McDiddy was, was kind of down on it, too. Like, I thought we'd be further along at this point. But, dude, something has to happen, because I, I agree with you. I don't think this is a Super Bowl team if we can't run the ball when you, the other team knows we're going to do it.
2: Yep. Yeah. And so. it, it's going to be a problem, so... You already see. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but you can already see in Jacksonville, Josh Allen feels like he has to produce. Everything is on Josh now, and that's not a good place to be. I think it's going to get us in the playoffs, obviously, and may get us. Uh, you know, we may win our first game, but to get to the Super Bowl, man, without a running game, I'm sorry, but we're we're struggling now. No, no more doom and gloom. But here's here's the here's the caveat to that: getting Matt Breida involved. You know, so maybe the short intermediate game kind of produces those two, three, four, five yard gains that supplement the run game. That's what our run games gonna have to be like. So Josh is going to have to check down to his running backs to kind of get things going. Right. Um, so, you know, we'll see, man. But just like last offseason, Spitz, you were not right. Maybe it wasn't a first round running back. But they definitely need help in the interior offensive line. And they definitely mm-hmm. need a running back who can carry the load. And we don't have, uh, we don't have that in the backfield. So it's going to be interesting,
1: man. Well, shout out to my family, Jay, over at Mafia Talk, uh, a Bills fan podcast. Uh, he wants to know, do you think we're going to go after another running back in the draft and how high? Um, so before I, before I ask you, I'll ask all three of you. But before I ask you this question, for me, I feel like if the team doesn't prioritize offensive line, something's wrong. Like, that's where I'm at first. So, like, that first pick or at least that second pick, if it's not an offensive lineman, I'm going to be real disappointed. Um, I think that third or fourth round for me with the running back next year in the draft should be fine. Uh, let, let's, let's start off with K-Gun here. Do you think that we need to find a running back in the draft this year, or are you okay with the two that we have and then kind of just really focus on the offensive line?
3: Um, I would like to see us go after and fix the offensive line before adding a running back. Honestly, that's that is still the most glaringly obvious issue that I have with this team is that. Great, we can you know, it it would be great to get a couple of running backs and kind of up that game, but that's still going to be nothing if, you know, we, we are not protecting Josh the proper way. So let's let's handle that line and then we'll uh, you know, and then we'll go from there.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. With you. I think we absolutely need that that O line because without, again, we just talked about. Um. So when Spencer Brown is in, it looks completely different. But then even when he's out, we have no type of depth. Like that's one of the things about the team in general that I love. Like top to bottom, you know, if um, and I don't know, name a position. If if Diggs goes down, we know Emmanuel Sanders can still eat. We know that um, you know, we got we got two, three, four guys on the roster behind him that can eat. Like we still really haven't gotten McKenzie involved in the offense. He got a touchdown last week, but he really hasn't been – he can eat on offense. Then you, you look at, you know, several different positions th- throughout the team, and, and we're like that. On the offensive line, when Spencer Brown goes down, it's like, oh, yeah, we're signing Bobby Hart. You know, it's it's a rough – it's just – it's rough. We need to add some depth there. Where are you at with, it, with A-Dubs?
0: Yeah, that's the, the biggest thing that I think about is just the lack of depth that we have in our offensive line. So I would be like – know i'm not going to disagree with you guys that you know i would hope that that would be our priority in like the first and second round i could see a running back maybe you know in the fourth maybe even fifth round but i think offensive line has to be number one
1: yeah yeah i I feel like everybody in buffalo should be saying the same thing right now like if you're not really paying attention and thinking that we need to correct that offensive line what are you watching (laughs) because i mean it's bad bro Like, it's so, so bad. So (laughs) let's move on real quick. So in the division, Patriots won Thursday. They won Thursday. And at this point, they're starting to kind of put some things together that make them look like they could be a contender. They have the second best defense in the league behind the Buffalo Bills. And then offensively, look, I'm not saying I'm not jumping on the the bandwagon where I'm like, oh, my God, they found the next Tom Brady, and he's this and he's that. I'm not going to go there. But I tell you what, he looks really comfortable in that offense, and he looks like he knows what he's doing. Um, are the Patriots a threat, or is it just like you know they beat they beat the Falcons, calm down like where, where are we at?
2: uh I think they're a threat I don't, I don't think they're going to challenge the bills for a division crown um, and, and this is an unpopular opinion, but I think Mac Jones is probably what you see right now is probably is as good as he's going to get. Um, we're talking about a, a guy that's limited physically. Uh, he's just a really smart quarterback, you know. And so I liken him to a guy like Kirk Cousins. Um, you know, he he's gonna, I think that's his ceiling. Um, I love the fact he has such command of the offense and he can make smart plays and so forth, but there comes a point in time where you play a, a good defense where he's gonna have to make plays off script. And I don't I don't see him uh being able to do that being kind of limited physically, right? um he hasn't played sean mcdermott's defense just like belichick sean mcdermott is really good against rookie quarterbacks you know so and he doesn't have the weapons necessarily now i would give him the edge as far as the offensive line goes and the running game goes but um there's there's definitely more to be to be seen i'm not ready to crown him just yet like the media is
1: well the thing is i'm seeing here in the comments too people are saying like he doesn't throw over 15 yards or he doesn't throw 10 yards or whatever It, it look you don't have to. For years there. There was a couple of years where Tom Brady literally it was you hike the ball, you get the ball as quick as possible on those slant routes. That's where Amandola made his money. That's where Wes Welker made his money. That's how Tom Brady became so successful when the Pats didn't have a run game. And it's one of those things where it's like you kind of from a Bills fan perspective you almost want the Bills to incorporate something like that since we don't have a great offensive line but at the same time you have Josh Allen so you want him to get that thing out there we got to fix that offensive line sorry to yeah. keep going back to that but we just got to fix that uh but when you're talking about this team the Patriots I, I agree with you though I don't think that they're going to um like I don't see them as being a threat to the Bills but hey they're solid right now dude like they're they're doing it and And I think Mac Jones is starting to play with some confidence. I think Bill Belichick is showing, like, I told y'all. what I'm not saying that he's going to get a Super Bowl right now, but he's showing, like, as long as I have somebody who can can run the offense that I want to run. Last year with Cam, Cam's shoulder was just, you know, it it just is what it is. So even the 10, 15-yard throws that everybody's in the comments talking about Mac Jones making, Cam just couldn't make them. Now you got a guy who can only make throws. He can't run. He can't do all that stuff. That's right up Bill Belichick's alley. So, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I feel like those guys are they're doing something in the AFC. Uh, how, how are you feeling about them, K Gun?
3: Um, I agree with you. I don't. I think that he is. He's special in in some ways. Um, I don't think that they are a serious threat to us this season but i see mm-hmm. them becoming a threat to us in the next couple of seasons with him if he keeps progressing the way that he's progressing right now um i mean just watching a little bit of film on him because i'm not really i don't like watching patriots games i don't whatever um his accuracy cool <laughs> i hate them I think his accuracy seems to be like his, his strength and, you know, other things can be fixed. So yeah, he is, like you said, he's doing the short ball and whatever that can still win games. But I think that if he can turn that accuracy into something that could be done with a long ball, we're going to have problems, but they could be a problem for us. So not worried this season, definitely going to be watching them for the seasons to come though.
1: Well, I'm not looking forward to, um, you know, I, I'm just not looking forward to them being in a position where they might be able to start winning games again. Like, I'm OK with them six and four now. I'm OK with the, the little bit of hype that they're getting is cool. Like, let Mac Jones eat a little bit. Cool. But I, I do not want to get back to where they're just, like, dominating for, you know, years in and years out. I just I can't. I can't do it. I think Did any he, of you catch that? Oh, go ahead.
3: No, I think he's and correct me if I'm wrong or if you guys have heard this, but I could swear like a couple days ago, I read somewhere that he's actually going to be chasing some record when he comes to Buffalo like there's some record that he's trying to break where it's you know the number of games won on the road during a rookie season back to back and I think it I think what I read is that like if he beats Buffalo on Monday Night Football that will make him the number one in the league ever to have done this so I think that he's actually going to be playing his brains out when he comes to Buffalo too. I could well, I mean, I mean he, could, it, he could he
1: could play his brains out all he wants to. That that ain't happening, you know. <laughs> damn that is what we gonna like. Damn that. What? No. I'm just saying. No, I don't even. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> that, 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 that don't even make sense to me when we're talking. Anyway. Okay. all right, <laughs> to, to Win the most games. You're going to come to Orchard Park and think you're going to beat Josh Allen and these Buffalo Bills yeah. for a record. They're-
3: don't look oh, at me like I'm crazy. The Jags no. just beat us. And now I'm not, we're just gonna I'm not, shooting for a record. Like
1: I'm not, I'm not looking, looking at you like you're happen. crazy. I'm
3: saying that he's gonna try to make it happen.
1: Well, yeah, I wasn't saying it like you were saying. I'm saying like just to the point that that's what he's trying to do. Like, no, get the hell out of here, dude! I like you're
3: coming for me. I was like, whoa. No, I wouldn't
1: no come for not no not K Gun not live at least I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would wait till we're <laughs> wait till we're not on the show. You know, I'm blocking but anyway.
3: <laughs>
2: She's going to be calling Rob the security guard after this, bro. <laughs> right.
0: Don. <laughs> you won't believe the shit they were talking to me.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk coats. Let's get back on these coats. Um, so a dubs talked about, about Jonathan Taylor earlier. I think he's the best back in the league right now. Um, and obviously you can talk Davin cook. You can talk. Um, Derek Henry is now out with the injury, but you can talk Derek Henry. You can talk Christian McCaffrey, um, Alvin Kamara. There's a couple guys, you know, there's there's a very elite group of guys when you're talking about the best back in the league. Jonathan Taylor, to me, sneak, like in a very sneaky way, has gotten into this position where I really do feel like he's just the best back in the league. I saw a stat the other day. It was an incredible stat with a stacked box. So, I mean, eight guys at the line trying to stop the team from running. They hand him the ball and he's still averaging six point eight yards per carry <laughs> against a sta- against a stack box. It's absolutely incredible. Um, Aw, you talked about him first a little bit early on. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. What do you think the Buffalo Bills defense has to do as far as adjustments to stop him or slow him down? Seeing that we might be with or not might we're out we're going to be without Star and we're possibly going to be without Tremaine Evans.
0: It's hard. I, I don't even know the answer. I just I just know they got to step it up. You know, obviously Tremaine is a big loss. Starr is a big loss. And um, I don't really know the answer how to stop him. I just hope that they do.
1: Yeah. Richard Forbes in the comments says that, um, in his opinion, Taylor is is somewhat like a modern day Thurman Thomas. I don't know. I don't know how if I if I take it. And maybe that's the love for Thurman that I have that kind of immoralizes him and makes him um, – if I was going to compare anybody to Thurman Thomas, it actually would have been Christian McCaffrey from about two seasons ago. Um, I, I feel like Thurman Thomas was the first, truly first, dual-threat running back. Like, he was the guy that, that could run routes better than most receivers in the league, and he was running over boys. Like, he was putting a hammer down. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Maybe that's just that's just in my heart. What do you what, what do you think, Sterles? Am I am I just loving Thurman too much, or is uh, is Taylor is that comparison a little bit too much?
2: Um, I mean, for uh, that's a far fetched comparison for Jonathan Taylor. I just think he's a damn good running back. Um, I, I don't think he has the the playmaking prowess in the uh, receiving game that Thurman Thomas had. But I like Jonathan Taylor, man. It was a guy that I I wish the Bills would have drafted in the second round. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the Colts got him real early and in, in the second round, which is nice, but he's a guy that he's, I mean, he's got good speed. He's got strength uh, you know, his lower is real strong. Um, you, a guy like him, when he gets to the second level, man, look out, you know, not only does he have speed, but he has a wiggle to, uh, you know, to make guys miss. And that's important, you know, and it helps when you have a really good o- offensive, uh, interior offensive line with guys like, you know, um, Quentin Nelson in there. Uh yeah, uh, Ryan Kelly, Mark Golinski, man, those guys are, are really good, so they, they definitely uh make a way for him. But we saw this at Wisconsin. I mean, this guy was killing folks in Wisconsin. Uh he's just a damn good back, and yeah, I agree. Like he's he's the best in the league, man. If if I were to uh compare running back to Thurman Thomas, I have to say Alvin Kamara uh reminds me a lot of Thurman Thomas.
1: hmm yeah, I'm with you. Uh, back to my, my peeps at uh, Mafia Talk. They said, can't we just stack the box and force them to win with the pass? Do they have any wide receivers to worry about that Trey might have to follow? Here's the thing. We were going to talk about Carson Wentz in a bit. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of hate, so we can kind of get on Carson Wentz now. It, for some reason, there seems to be like this this narrative that Carson Wentz isn't a solid quarterback. And maybe I'm thinking that he's a solid quarterback Um just reminiscent of of the year that he almost won MVP before he went out with that ACL injury I think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback especially playing under Frank Reich. like Frank Reich is a is an offensive genius um eight ups talk to me a little bit about kind of what you know or how if you don't or whatever uh just kind of what you know about Carson Wentz and how you see him like if you're are you nervous at all about him or, or do you feel like it's a strictly a running thing that we got to stop tomorrow
0: For me, I think it's strictly a running thing. Uh, Not to say that, you know, Carson Wentz, you know, can't go out and ball out, but he's just not what he used to be, right? He had some real serious injuries that I think have just, you know, kind of, you know, made him um, slow down a little bit. So, you know, a couple years ago, you know, when he was with the Eagles, you know, I think he was playing really well. Um, I don't think he's – I think he's kind of declined a little bit. So I'm not super worried about him, but, you know, I'm also not going to, you know, say that he can't, you know come out and do his thing
1: either. But I think the run game is the biggest threat. I I agree that the run game is the biggest threat. I feel like last season, so when we played them in the playoffs, um they obviously were were playing with a quarterback that had no arm. And I feel like if if Carson Wentz was starting that game, honestly I think the Buffalo Bills would have lost. So that's the reason why I have a little bit of a fear. Um Kristen, I, I'm sure you remember the play. I'm sure all three of you remember the playoff game um, this past January. It it really feels like the reason why we won that game is just because the quarterback play was so subpar for them in that game. They they won the um, position, the, the field position battle. They won on special teams. They won on defense like they really had us in the second half. They had a shook in a way. Uh, are you are you nervous from that game at all, or are you kind of just looking at this game as it's, obviously it's a new season, new no. everything is new. Um, you're just you think we got this.
3: Um, I mean, I'm not gonna say I think we've got, I, I think we've got this, but I'm not gonna like casually throw it like that. Like I think that we're gonna have to work for this tomorrow. Um, but I'm not. I'm not worried after last season because every season is something different, right? Their team has changed a little bit, our team has changed a little bit. Like, I'm really not worried about that too much. Um, I do think that we're going to have to lean heavy on our defense for, to win this game. to Be honest. Um, I think we're number we're number one in turnovers. The Colts are somewhere in the top five for forcing turnovers this year, this season. So I think that we're going to have to be mindful of that, but also know that we have that power to do that. And I think that that's really what we need to do with them. Uh, We got to force a bunch of turnovers. And also, I mean, if you watch Carson, he just, his gameplay just from watching him over the years seems very much like a break and scramble and then hope to God that he can find like a decent, you know, and make a play out of whatever he's doing. He just always seems, I don't want to say sloppy, but he feels sloppy to me Um, and always kind of has. So I think that we need to kind of capitalize on both of those things and take advantage of him doing this break and scramble and utilize that to put pressure on him and enforce some turnovers and just keep getting the ball back in our possession. and hope Mess that the same the, same thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mess spies in the comments <laughs> says Philip rivers was slinging that thing in that game. What do you mean? Um, Steros, can you talk a little bit about what I'm mean? because, and maybe you disagree with me as well. So kind of let's get your perspective in the playoff game. I feel that the, um, the quarterback play was the reason that they weren't good. So, and by that, I don't mean that he wasn't performing. Like he obviously got a few first downs there, you know, like it came down, it came down to a hail Mary with him. So what I'm saying is it's not like he was horrible. If they had good quarterback play though, they would have won. Um, What What are your thoughts there? Or am I, am I kind of off when I'm with, with that way of thinking?
2: Uh. You know, I think it was the reason why they lost. I think it was for Frank Reich. Uh he had some questionable calls. Uh if you remember in, in the red zone and and uh you know, two-point conversions. I think Phillip Rivers played a really good game. Um I think it was more more also is that the we couldn't cover a linebacker. So, you know, you saw Tom um you saw their uh tight ends get open, uh Allie Cox and and uh, what's that other guy's name? Uh god, I can't remember. Oh, um Jack Doyle, you saw them get over, get open for some big mm-hmm. games. Uh, the Bills, you know, were focused on trying to contain Jonathan Taylor and Naheen Himes. So, um, the thing about Rivers to Wentz is that Rivers has the ability because he's such a veteran quarterback that he play he he plays better under pressure. Um, and I I think that's where Carson Wentz is struggling this year. You, you're going to see tomorrow that he's going to make some questionable plays. Uh, his, his judgment and, and crunch time is is worrisome. You know, if the running if the Bills can f- somehow find the solution to kind of contain Jonathan Taylor, it's gonna put a lot of the onus on um the quarterback to kind of make plays. And and I don't think Carson Wentz has the ability to make play after play after play to keep it competitive if the running game isn't working. So um as far as the playoff game, like I said, I would go with Phillip Rivers. He played a good game that game. I'm not gonna take anything from him there, but I don't see um with their wide receivers outside of Pittman I don't I don't really see a threat on the outside so I I would definitely give the Bills secondary the edge there
1: Yeah no I'm with you and and as far as as far as what I feel about um the Philip Rivers game I'm not saying like he played bad that's what I mean yeah. he didn't he didn't by any means play bad when I say if they had a better quarterback they would have won I mean <laughs> So I feel like uh, Phillip Rivers played, he played the game that they could have expected from him to play. It was one of his best games for him, for his age, for where he was at his career. He did everything that they could have asked him to do. If that team last year would have had a Josh Allen, if that team last year would have had, you know, just a better quarterback. I feel like that and that's what I meant when I say that. Yeah I, yeah. I mean it more in a sense that I didn't feel that that um he was able to win the game for them. It took a lot more than just quarterback play for them to win. But but either way, like I said, Phillip Rivers, man, he uh he put it all out there. It came down to, you know, a dying throw at the end where he had to try to do a Hail Mary play and it just didn't work out. So all in all, he still put them in a, in a way to or in a position to kind of sort of win the game. But hey we got what eight games left right so it's um we're halfway halfway in the game technically past the se- the the halfway point now we took a disappointing embarrassing ugly disgusting loss to the jaguars <laughs> Where what do you think we're gonna do for the rest of the eight games that we got you know because five and three for the first half or six and three for the first half of the season is is pretty good but we lost three all last year so so, what what do you think that we end up now? We got eight games left, and we're already uh, at this total lo- losing record from last year. Let's start with uh, K Gun on this one.
3: Um, I mean, we're heading into the gauntlet, right? Like we've got we've got the Colts, we've got New Orleans, we've got Tom Brady and the Bucks, we've got you know the Monday Night Football against the Patriots. I think that we've had a pretty week schedule you know up until this point but this is where it's about to get serious and we need to prove ourselves over these next four games to really kind of gain that confidence i mean i think we all feel that we are a super bowl caliber team but this is going to be the test for that we need to see these guys really step up and look solid not just not just squeak by we need some solid wins through these next four so um that's that's you know i we got it we got to make a solid run right now I'm nervous, but I, I think we're going to
1: do it. We got John in the comments says bills, 38 coach 17 long time season ticket holder, 41 years. So he's he's been around the block a few times. He's seen this thing happen. Wait, so he that, said that's that,
3: Elvis. That, hey,
1: is that Elvis? I think that's What's Elvis. Up, Elvis? <laughs> isn't isn't that. Um. I don't. Is it Abbey or is it like AB? I don't know her yeah, name. is that her pops? Yeah, that's Ab's,
3: Ab's dad. But he's like in front row, like with the guitar. Every, yeah, you know Elvis. <laughs>
1: right. Well, I mean, is that him though? Is what I'm asking. If that's him, uh, shout out to him. If not, whoever it is, shout out to you, John. Um, and, and he and John says that we're gonna end the season 13 and four. So shout out to John. Shout out to Elvis. Let's get it. Play some music for us, man. We just got done <laughs> talking about how music is more important than everything else. Uh so but so he say 13 and 4. And where where, did, where were you at with a K gun? Oh um I'm actually
3: gonna I'm I'm gonna go a little bit less than
1: that. I was gonna do 12 and 5, but he said yep. Hey, hi John. <laughs> hey. Shout out to John. Thanks for joining us, man. We we appreciate you. Um it's an honor. He he's a big deal in Buffalo. Big yeah. deal. I'm so, you Buffalo right? <laughs> so you say 12 and five. So you say 12 and 5?
3: Yeah, I'm going twelve and five for the season on this one. So
1: where where are the losses coming from? That, that's two more losses. Where where you see us losing?
3: Um, I know the Bucks haven't been playing that well lately, but there's always still that PTSD from Tom Brady. So I'm telling, I'm saying that we're probably going to lose to the Bucks. Um, I also am a little bit worried about the Saints. A Little bit. I don't. I don't know. I can't even really give solid reasons on why. I just have a bad feeling about it. Um, you know they so I. I, I think we're losing to the Saints. I think we're losing to
1: the Bucs. I've decided I'm no longer coming to Buffalo ever again during the season. Why? Because the last two times – so I've been in Buffalo twice this year when there was a Buffalo Bills football game, and both times I was physically in the city of Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills lost. We lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So oh, yeah. Stay I where think, you are.
3: Stay where you yeah,
1: are. I think <laughs> I just need to stop visiting during the season – which means it's only warm weather warm weather turn up you know I'm only there during the during the warm months I don't know where you at a Dubs, big Dubs?
0: I'm also going 12 and 5 um I think I don't know why Tom Brady's always at kryptonite and like you know even though they haven't been doing that great I still feel like mentally I think that's going to be a hard game for our guys um So that is one game I think we're going to lose. But as far as the other game, I hate to say it, but I think we're going to split with the Patriots. I think we're going to win one, and I think we're going to lose one, unfortunately, because if we keep having, you know, especially if we keep having those offensive line struggles that we've been having and their defense keeps getting in the rhythm and Mac keeps, you know, progressing to get in the rhythm, I just worry that, you know, one game, you know, Maybe they just outplay us, so that's what I'm worried about. But I will say, so far for every game I've been at physically myself, the Bills have won. So I'm hoping that we win on Thanksgiving when we're down in NOLA. So I hope Kristen's wrong with that. Prediction.
1: Well, you need to you need to be at every game from now on. Just <laughs> just go to every game. I need them boys to win out. Period. Were you at Stereos for the girls? Man, I'm gonna agree with
2: a Dub. Uh, I, I think you know it's a good chance that we split with the Patriots. I hate to say it, but I think you know I think we beat them at home, but I think we might lose on the road. Uh, and I would say um, I think we'll handle the, the the Saints next week. I'm not worried about the Saints necessarily, but I think you know it's gonna be uh, that Tampa game. Is I think it's I think man, I I just don't have the confidence in the Bills and the 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 head game. You know, to that we're gonna beat Tampa Bay. I mean, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I would really hope that the Bills lose to the Bucks, honestly, because take your two losses, go to the playoffs, and then just beat the shit out of everybody. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what I would be okay with that. Like six and two, Same. and then and then just just and the playoffs just go 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 crazy. So uh I know that's like the the if I was Stevie Wonder, you know, that's superstitious, right? But you can't be a football fan if you're not superstitious even a little bit.
1: I mean, you see, I just said I'm not coming back to Buffalo because we took losses every time right. we were in town. So <clears throat> I'm clearly superstitious. I can't act like I'm not. I'm going to go with I, – I think I, I, I think. I agree the general consensus here is that um, they're going to lose like another two games throughout the season at least. Um, I think it's going to be the two. I, I, now, here's the thing. I'm not concerned like everybody else uh, as far as the Bucks. I think it's going to be one of those games where it's like, Kind of like the Jags. Like, okay, this is a team that we should absolutely win. We need to just go ahead and just deal with it and move on to the next week. And I think um, the mentality of looking forward might might get us. Because I, I don't think um, – from what I've seen this season, the Bills show up for big games. Big games meaning Kansas City, The the emotion behind that game was bigger than the team that we played against, but they showed up. You look at um, the Titans, I think obviously we lost, but the, the Titans things, if you look at if you look at that game, I feel like it was more so about the way the cookie crumbled for us, like certain calls that were made or weren't made certain thing. You know, so I, I still think we're a better team than the Tennessee Titans, even when Derrick Henry was was not injured. So for that, I, I can't. I just feel like it's going to be one of those things. I just feel like the Bills show up for big games and it's going to be one of those games where it's like, we should dominate this team. And then we're all going to be sitting there on a Sunday night. Like what the, what in the world is happening? Like that. So I feel like, I feel like it's going to be that, but Let's get into these predictions. W- what are we looking at for a stat line from Josh and then a score prediction? Then let's get on out of here. And let y'all enjoy the rest of y'all night. I'm looking forward to this fight, man. Crawford about to about to bust some heads. I'm looking forward to the fight. So let's talk. Let's uh get a Josh Allen stat line. Let's start with my homegirl, a dub, big dubs.
0: Yeah. So I got uh 31-21 bills. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think Josh will throw about 330, 340. Um and i think three of them will be in the air um but i hope our defense really steps it up too to that run yeah.
1: game real quick John, uh, jason taylor he's asking playing a super bowl champ isn't a big game for starters uh the the kansas city chiefs are not the super bowl champions and this is a team that is 2 years removed from that so i wouldn't consider them the super bowl champs i think that they're not as good as they were when they made Like when they were the Super obviously, they're not as good. They're figuring things out, but at the time that we played them, they weren't playing like a good football team at all. And there's a reason why we dominated that game, and there's a reason why it wasn't close. No, I don't think it was a big game, but it was a big game mentally, and they showed up for that. And now he's saying he's talking about Tampa. No, Tampa is a big game. I'm saying we show up for the big games. I don't think that we're going to have to struggle there. I think the struggle is going to be against a team that we know we should beat. And then it's going to be like, why the hell aren't they winning? That That's what I'm saying. K-Gun, where are we at? What's your prediction in uh in, in Josh Allen's mm-hmm. stat line? Wait. Yeah. We're on a K-Gun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: So I was actually also going to go 31-21. But because of that, I will switch it up. Um, I will go... Bills. So I'll tighten it up a little bit. Now, that being said, I still think that Josh is going to get, let's go with 320 yards. One of the touchdowns that we get is going to be a pick six on our defense. So um, I think that we will have a defensive touchdown on this. That's it. We're good. Is it going
1: to be Jordan Poyer?
3: I don't know if it'll be Poyer. Yeah, let's go. You know what? It's going to be Poyer. It's going
1: to be. Poyer all pro or we riot. (laughs) We riot. I'm ready. Yeah, I got so my we're Big Dubs
0: hoodie on the way. I'm excited about it.
1: Let's go. I'm mad it sold out. I couldn't get one. All oh, uh, right. Before, no. before we uh, move on to Sturros, uh so John would like to come on the podcast. So, Kristen, if you can head this up for me, I know your friends or are, are associates. I get, I don't know what term to use, <laughs> but you're friendly with his daughter, I know, so you kind of yeah. So yeah, so yeah. if you can kind of do that, let's get him on the chop-up coming up either uh, the next episode or the episode after. Let's yeah. make that happen. And uh, so, Charles, where we at with it, man? What you thinking?
2: Well, since Kristen took my prediction, 28-24, uh, I'm going to go thirty three, twenty, 20 bills, okay? I-, I think, you know, you're going to see uh, Josh with like 285 on the, uh, in the air, two touchdowns, no picks. And, and I think, you know, uh, Tremaine's not going to play. So I'm, I'm going to say a linebacker of some sort gets a, gets an interception for sure. <laughs> Tremaine's not playing, but we do love Tremaine around here. So, you know, I'll, I'll go Milano here. i go Milano's going to get a pick. Trey's going to get a pick. And I think Carson Wentz, they're going to blow the game out uh, in the fourth quarter. It's going to be a close game until the fourth quarter, and then I think the Bills are going to take over.
1: All right. I'm with that. Um, I love you, Tremaine. Get well soon. OK, get get healthy. I need to see you. And I actually, I'm all in favor of sitting Tremaine tomorrow, even if he like if he could play. I still want to sit him. Reason being, we we'll play again Thursday. It's a quick turnaround. Let this man be healthy. I want to see him uh, come back ready to go. I don't want to see him come back and then kind of, you know, re injure or tweak right. something. And then he's out for a longer amount of time. No, no, no. Let my man relax. Go ahead and, and heal up. You know, let, let's get, get your dress retwisted, man. Let's let's chill. Let's chill. Come back Thursday. Let's get Jiggy Thursday. And also before we get out of here, I do have to shout out justincasebags.net. I need y'all to jump over to that website and go check them out. We got something for everybody. We got something for the ladies. We got something for the fellas. We got Something just in case you're leaving the gym. Something just in case you're leaving work and you don't have enough time to get home and make some changes so you can go out on your hot date, or for a sneaky little link, we got something for the fellas, we got something for the ladies. Head over to justincasebags.net and do that thing. And also, I need y'all to get out to Consumers Beer. I need y'all to get out to Wegmans. I need y'all to get out to Resurgence. Kristen was just there today. I need That's y'all to get sweet. out to Resurgence. You're sold out at Resurgence. Ooh. Hey.
3: Yeah. Yeah, You
1: hear the, you hear the, meow, 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 meow. that's the, that's the air horns. Mew, 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 <laughs> mew, 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 mew. We yeah, out at Resurgence. <laughs> so don't go, well, go to Resurgence, but don't go looking for the Buffalo Rumblers IPA because we sold it out. Go to Consumers. Go to Wegmans. Get in there. And also, uh, do you, are, is there any Big Baller Beans left? Big Berry Beans left?
3: Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of Big Berry Bean. I believe Consumers is sold out, but they still have that, some of it at the brewery, and they also still have some at uh, Wegmans. But possibly All consumers, right. but I was hearing hearing uh murmurs that it
1: was sold out at consumers. Well, let's get it. Let's get it. Why am I seeing in the comment? I'm not even gonna talk about hold it. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We've been on
2: this whole damn podcast and nobody talked about what their favorite Thanksgiving
1: dish is, bro.
2: Ooh. Oh we, we
1: can't do well, our fans like that, bro. No. I mean we could do it. I just I always typically save mine for um you know, I saved mine for the hump day. We got like literally the day before Thanksgiving. But I could, I could get jiggy with y'all. Let's do it.
0: I know, I know what you're not going to say. What's that? He's not going to say he guy? likes. No, I was going to say I'm no. gonna, he's going he doesn't like eggnog. Mm.
2: Uh, he's weird. Really, no. not on eggnog, team eggnog. Eggnog is trash. I agree. It's trash. Oh, so we got a 50-50 split here.
0: We do. Listen, <laughs> <Let's laughs> <say> you have <laughs> not had
2: the
3: right kind of eggnog, then. Like you're, you didn't. You haven't first, had it done right.
2: First of all, let's break it down to the schematics. Think of the, the name of an eggnog. What the? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> A little bit
3: nope. of egg going straight
0: to your noggin. It's delicious. Right. <laughs> That's, it's
1: good. Nah, player. Y'all it, it ain't It ain't. <laughs> it. I tell you what, y'all gotta I, have me drunk already and then I can have yes. eggnog. That's no, fine. Like, right? I, yeah, like, I gotta be like five, six but shots don't in on, already.
0: Plane. We're gonna do Bro. that like off season. Cool.
2: Who wants some thick ass eggnog? Like, uh-uh. right? Like that's disgusting. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <then I> <laughs> <in there>. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> some whiskey in
0: there? Yes. Right. It literally nope. tastes
3: like you're drinking like a thick version of cinnamon toast crunch. You gotta spice get the- up your
0: life, like.
2: First of all, well, cinnamon. If you're, you're African American male over the age of thirty, you lactose as hell. So, <laughs> eggnog. <laughs>
1: All day. Eggnog Eggnog is gonna gonna send send you to the bathroom holding the walls like this,
2: (laughs) so we ain't doing it. Oh my God! Not gonna have me wrong, man. (laughs) Ah, Just speaking facts, y'all. I'm just speaking facts, man. Hey.
1: Well, so but as far as the dishes though, so I'm I'm a turkey dude, but I like my turkey deep fried. Ooh,
2: Mm. I'm I'm air frying one this year. I'm with the the air fryer.
1: I'm with the air fryer, but but it has to be fried. I can't do the. It gets too dry in the oven for me, unless you like there's certain people that I know who really know how to do it. Like you gotta really know how to cook. And but for the most part of my life, it ain't been successful when I've been meeting people with these um when they go to people's houses. I don't like their dry ass turkeys. I can't do it.
0: We deep fry ours, and this is the first year I'm missing out. Usually my brother does it and it comes out really bomb. How but.
1: big
2: is your air fryer? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a it's a it's like a giant pot. With uh yo, it's dope. It's you really can put cool. a turkey uh, in there.
0: I'm impressed. Yeah, like
2: yeah. no, 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 no. You're thinking a, a you're thinking like an air fryer that goes in, in the house. I got one of those too, but I also have like an air fryer where you could just put the turkey in it on the little uh this little tray thing, just like if you were deep frying the turkey, it's the same concept, but you uh you air frying it and it's gonna be dope. I, if I could send you some, I would, but I know you know your people only use salt, pepper, garlic. So, Your uh,
1: people. it's all good. <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> listen, uh, listen, leave me in the okay. Hey, hey, are you, are you guys like a uh, cranberry sauce homemade? Or you, no. cause I'm, a, I'm a cranberry sauce in the can. Like, I want yeah. to yeah, take I'm a, a can butter knife and do. just, yo. I right, need a can.
1: See, my, my am not a butter rigid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's the rigid. <laughs> well, listen, hey, I'm well,
2: and if and I tell y'all right, hey, they ain't no way hell me and Spence ain't related. God damn, boy. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God, boy. I ain't even got to say the shit. He already knows what I'm about to say, man. Yeah, you got to go by the
1: ridges <laughs> on that thing, boy. It's already cut for
2: you. And it's got to be cold as hell, boy. You got to put that <laughs> thing in the refrigerator, too. Oh, I'm telling you. With that dressing, God damn, boy. I swear to God, it's so good. I my mom's dressing
0: is my, my favorite. Time. She puts Italian sausage in it, and it's the bomb. And then my auntie's mac and cheese is bomb.
2: These are my I two favorites. It's, it's like one A, and
0: one B for me for my Listen, favorite I'm side. I'm gonna
2: tell y'all. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna give y'all some some knowledge, man. Look, I don't care what race you are, but I'm just saying, y'all need to find like a black family to go kick it with on the holidays because they're gonna do you right. Like, go to find one of them churches, man. They they got you, they they take anybody, <laughs> man. If you're hungry, giving it out, bro. You are going to have the best Thanksgiving in your life. I swear Girls, to God. I'm
3: going out to do Thanksgiving with you next year in Denver. That's y'all. It. All y'all can that's come, man. Store. I'm telling you, you. Cran, canned cranberry sauce, that's my contribution. I'll bring every kind of that they've got
2: in the store. Girl, bring <laughs> your 52 cents to Denver, girl. We got it.
0: <laughs> you got to be smart and make what your you. go play early before everything's gone.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Y'all, y'all too much tonight. Like y'all gonna get me in trouble. This is, this is <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. So you know what? I do got one question because it, it is still the time for it. So really, I gotta ask this: pumpkin pie or no. sweet potato pie? Neither. Sweet potato pie.
0: I'm going sweet potato pie.
2: That ain't even a question.
1: I just had to kick Kristen out. <laughs> Kristen you know, said hey, neither. You know she gonna say <laughs> like, pumpkin pie. Wait a minute. She said neither. You, you got to have one. No. You gotta, gotta go. have at least one. She
2: gotta go. We gotta have some go.
0: marshmallows.
1: He said she
2: gotta go. <laughs> she gotta go. I love her. She gotta go on that. She ain't never had Man. no good Thanksgiving. That's what it that's what basically what she's telling us, bro. We're she, gonna next no. year we're gonna have a chop up crew Thanksgiving. We're gonna have
1: to have a yeah. Even if it's not like cause I understand everybody's got stuff and family and whatever they want to do. One thing we gotta have a, a, a chop up chop up. Like we're gonna get together and really and chop cooking. it up and to have I'm some family cooking. time. I'm cooking Yeah, all I'm that in the shit. kitchen with you. We gonna do right. that. Y- y- y'all just chill, ladies. Y'all, just y'all gonna chill. just chill. We gonna just we gonna do this for y'all. All no, that. no,
3: no. I'm making the mashed potatoes. You making what? I'm making mashed potatoes and green bean casserole because you got no. You ain't. What the fuck? Yes, man.
1: Man. Y'all gonna chill. Yeah, y'all gonna hang out. Yeah. Y'all gonna relax. Like, y'all you, gonna relax. This never-
3: time. Mr. Strolls. That does not. Have you ever had mashed potatoes made with bison dip? <laughs>
1: You got, her, you, your got start, you, know, you got her, you stuttering, yo! You got her stuttering, bro. She's like, life. that's how serious it is. She's like, no, Mister, Mister, Mister Furrow. <laughs> she got the finger going. You know, it's real.
0: The going to tell you. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Bro,
2: she said bison dip. <laughs> what the hell was that? I no. And don't you don't have dip. you ain't had
1: bison dip. Hell no! What is that? What? No, no, you gotta have bicycles. Oh. Y'all know I don't live it, right? Y'all know I, I don't.
2: I going to say, Sterling's
1: in Denver. Sterling's in Denver, so we gotta have yeah, a little. No,
3: well, no, no,
1: you gotta have that though. I'm, I'm with her on that.
3: Thank you. I'm with her on that. Thank you. Let the me make the casserole.
1: I can't get that yeah, with the. We'll casserole. let y'all
2: make the casseroles, man. y'all can make. Yeah, the I can't do the
1: casserole. You can, you can. Oh keep, yeah. It. yeah.
3: I'll make a mean green bean casserole and some fat ass. Mean
0: green bean. That's what I like to hear, sis
1: i'm here for it the one thing i don't want to see though this year i don't i do not want to log on to twitter uh thursday and see all these plates that do not look good people be bro. posting pictures. learn how to take pictures of food like you got to take pictures of the right way like people plates do not look appetizing i'd be like y'all hungry <laughs> like y'all hungry looking at that
0: especially and, and, dry and, turkey yeah. don't take pics of the dry turkey that doesn't look good bro
2: and, and no. listen the 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 stuff they call it stuffing. <laughs> that, it's you dressing, about to get in man. trouble.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> about to get yourself in trouble. <laughs>
2: y'all, this is don't. Yeah, you buy you make her funny in this shadow. I mean in a box. Wait, it's hey, I got convictions on Thanksgiving, bro. I'm just telling y'all right now. We go back to riot. Hey, you no. talking, you call it stuffing, we riot. <laughs> convictions on this food game of Thanksgiving, man. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> hey, you know what? They about to get me in trouble. I'm about to get on out of here. Look, y'all know how I do it over here. with the I can, Sterling got me. I got to edit now. He's going in. I can, <laughs> look, 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 Charlie, girl, stuffing
2: in a box is the only way to go. That ain't coming to my Thanksgiving. <laughs> you can keep that. That's the problem, in America. I'm stuffing in a box. Y'all can keep all that, keep all that. I don't want none. But that's another. That shit's shit, shit so would dry. Never. It's so dry. You can't even chew it, bro. It's like government. It's like government uh, peanut butter. It's like you be like. <laughs> That shit's so
1: hard. Man, get out of here with that, man. Hey, listen, y'all know how we do it at the Buffalo <laughs> Rubble's YouTube Podcast Network. It's your boy, Jay Smith, the King. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. Go
3: <laughs> Bills. Go Bills.